everybody, welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And KT. And as you hear, Joy is not here today. She was planning on being here, but she's not. But she'll be back next episode. Um, but we want to thank you guys so much for listening to our last episode with Kilo. Um, Twitter got real. Um, <laughs> We, we had a, a long debate that lasted a couple of days. But thank you for the support, though. Thank you for listening to that episode with Kilo called Why, Why, Men, Why Men Hate Feminists. If you haven't heard that, check that joint out. Remember, you can listen to Talk It Out Podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com. So let's talk it out. As well as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, all that good stuff. Wherever you can find a podcast, we are there. You can also listen to us on tiopodcast.com slash episodes, which reminds me, we what? have a big announcement today. We have the hugest announcement. And you guys are finally, like, I have waited and I've done this so long and it's taken me half the year to complete it. But our website, uh, we now have a shop. So what? you guys can definitely go check out some Talk It Out podcast merch as well as some other things. We have uh, phone cases and girl, stop. And also, uh, now you threw me off doing that. So now I can't. Phone cases and t shirts, stickers coming soon, hats coming soon, uh, sweatshirts coming soon, all that good stuff. And along with that, we actually are in the the giving Christmas Santa Claus spirit. We are going to be giving away products, merchandise to our fans. The way you can enter to win free merch, simple. First, follow us on Twitter at TalkItOut underscore pod. Follow us on Instagram. At Talk It Out Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Talk It Out Podcast. And then there is a link that will be under the description as well as a link on our social media pages. There are two links there is the short, quick one, and there is a second one. It's going to be surveys. These are surveys so we can learn a little bit more about you, learn about why y'all start listening to Talk It Out Podcast, what particular things you like, what particular things you don't like. Now, for the short one, you enter into that, and you can win a free sticker of your choice from Talk It Out Podcast. You fill out the long one, which probably will take maybe about five minutes. You enter in to win a free t-shirt and a free phone case from Talk It Out Podcast. Also, free shipping on everything. Free shipping on everything. We're in the holiday spirit. Everything's free. Free shipping. Absolutely free shipping. Uh, also, on our shop main page, if you scroll down to the bottom, if you guys want some other discounts and uh, things like that, just put your email in that box, and we'll be happy to to help you out with some new discounts uh, from our new shop. We are so excited. You know, we've been talking about this for the longest. Props. Everybody clap it up for KT. Clap, clap, clap. Because she's done this all by herself. She wouldn't let me help. And so it's been a labor of love for her. She's definitely getting her props. If you want your website done, hit her up at KT underscore does art um, because she will get you right. All right, let's get right into this episode today. The title, I know. You know, we got them boss up titles like VJ said. This, this episode is going to be entitled 
why I'm not rooting for everybody black. Now, this will be from my perspective about um, being a black woman, but KT will talk about her experience being a um, fat femme woman um, and pan. So pretty much what we're going to be talking about how all representation ain't necessarily good. And then we're going to talk about Rihanna and her comments, which I talked a little bit about on Twitter, and tell you why I'm not really give it, getting into all of the hype around what she said. And then we're going to end up um, talking and responding to some comments on our podcast page from, uh you know, episodes back. All right, so... The reason I wanted to talk about this episode is because it's been big news. Prince Harry is marrying a woman of color. She is half black. She is biracial. I didn't know that until they told me that. But he is marrying a black woman, or at least half black. Um, The woman's name is Meghan Markle. And... She's really pretty. She's really nice or whatever. And so when it happened, I went on Facebook. I didn't know anything about it. But everybody was, like, rejoicing. Everybody was like, woo, Prince Harry. Hey, I see you, dude. I see you. And I was like, what is what is going on? And then I found out what was happening. And I was like, mm, okay, whatever. And, you know, I thought it was just kind of, you know, they were going to talk about it for one day. But they ended up talking about it for, like, a week. And I was like, why are we? What is the big deal? Why are we celebrating a woman that is going to be married into this toxic family? Like you should be, I don't know. Maybe I'm too maybe I'm too radical. I, maybe I I don't see it as a, a win for anybody. I heard somebody say this was a win because it says that when a when a rich white man marries a black woman it means we're worthy. I'm like, "What? Y'all y'all are really going ham." And now everybody's inviting Prince Harry to the cookout, of course. And so I'm just like, I didn't really get into the hype. I don't know nothing about that lady. I really don't care nothing about her. Um, it doesn't make me happy that she's married to the royal white racist family, but you know, whatever. So I want to talk to you, KT, about representation. What do you think? Do you root for you're a you're a white, um, femme, fat, pansexual woman? Do you do you always root for when you see a fat white woman on on the media? Are you like yes representation? And has it always been like that, or have you had instances where maybe you were rooting for a white woman, a white fat woman, and she let you down? Like, tell us a little bit about your your story. Mm, okay, absolutely. So, um, as for me, I feel like. Like you're saying, you can't just automatically assume that person is going to be for you just because they fit in your specific quote unquote category. Um, And there's been a lot of times that I have seen fat women on TV and um, they end up not being for actual fat people. Uh, A lot of times fat white feminists uh, in our group all together, they just want to dress up as mermaids and live their life and and be able to be called whatever they wanted and things like Mm -hmm. that. It's never anything about actual representation or actually going like looking at specific like uh, things that, you know, are changes that we need to make within the fat queer community period uh and it's very white 
Mm-hmm. It, it, even though they speak diversity and they speak, hey, let's do this and let's show more, uh, let's show more things on the TV and and show us more representations and blah 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 blah. Like it's still very very white. So um, uh, a long time ago, I was whenever I first got on Tumblr. I don't know. Some of you guys may know this lady. Her name is uh, Tess Munster. Mm-hmm. As was her name on on. Um, on Tumblr, and she ended up being Tess Holiday. But more recently, about a year or so ago, uh, everyone was talking about her because she was in uh, Torrid's magazine, and and yeah. she was modeling for Torrid. Well, she is a very very plus size model. She's like a size twenty six, mm-hmm. and that that's bigger than most plus size models. Period. And so everyone was super duper happy, and they were like, "Yes, yes, we got a fat person. We got an actual real fat person." But if you followed her on Tumblr, then you would see that, number one, she's racist. And Mm -hmm. number two, um, that when it comes to uh, being diverse with her brand and actually representing her brand that she actually has, uh, long story short, like she just doesn't really care about her fans and the people that actually uh, are uplifting her and provide like who are looking at her as a uh, like as an actual person. Like, wow, you're representing us, you know. Uh, so I don't for me, I whenever I see a fat woman, a fat white woman or someone who is pan and fat like me, I don't always get excited because I know that, you know, they may not be the same and they may not think the way I do. Right. And that's the thing. And um, so like with Meghan Markle, I mean, I don't know if Prince Harry is ever going to become the king or in, in his lifetime or something like that. But I'm like. Are we so devoid of any type of representation that a person is literally marrying into a colonizer's family, like a racist, imperialist, terrible family, and we're like, yes, girl, yes, you better get that racist coin. You better go on and colonize all the third world countries. Like, that's really something to celebrate. Like, what? I mean, Serena, when Serena married the Reddit guy, it wasn't like, yes, you better get that white man's going. I mean, some people were saying that, but she was already rich. But I mean, with this, it's like you're just celebrating because it's like, ooh, oh, this white man who is so unattainable wants a half black woman who don't even look stereotypically black. Like I had to, somebody had to tell me she had a black mama for me to know she had a black mama, but he's marrying her, and so he yes. Like I'm like, really, I. Maybe maybe we are that desperate, but I don't know. I I don't think so. And but like you said, this kind of goes into you know the Republicans. They all be talking about you know identity politics, and I think we're gonna have to do a, a episode on that because I think that that can that can really mess us up sometimes when we start when we start associating someone's identity with how they how they really how they feel about the world. So because this person is black, this person is automatically for me. This person knows what I'm going through. This person is not gonna be sexist and classist and is not gonna be into respectability politics. That's what a lot of us think and that's what gets us messed up a lot of times, Obama. So 
we I think we need to we need to sometimes step back and, and think about that stuff. Like just because somebody looks like you and shares a particular identity with you does not mean that they are going to be for you at all. So you need to stop wasting your time on these people that don't care about you. Yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think this kind of like uh, and this is kind of off topic, I think, but what you just said, you need to stop worrying about people that don't really care about you. Like, I think that's 100% true. Like, all of these celebrities and things like that that we think we uh, relate with and we uh, are are very connected with, these people don't know you and, and they don't care about you. So, while you are uplifting them to the celebrity status of, oh my god, they're showing me, uh, and I'm seeing myself for the first time, that you need to take a step back and look at yourself and be like, hey, does this person actually care about me? Or they do, do they actually care about the same things that I care about? Or am I just uplifting them because I'm so, uh, I, I, I need representation so much, you know? Right. And we're going to talk a little bit more about representation when we go to Rihanna. But um, kind of going back to this celebrity status and, you know, rooting for people that look like you. Um, so we know Terry Crews, he, he's been through a lot. He came out and talked about what happened to him. The dude that did it is still in business. Um, Russell Simmons, which was always like a hip-hop pioneer and everybody looked up. Oh, Uncle Russ, Uncle Russ, Uncle Russ. He's he has been in big trouble now. He got in real big trouble. First of all, when Terry Crews came out and talked about the stuff, he emailed Terry Crews and said, "Hey, you might want to just give him a second chance or whatever, you know, or this, that, and the other, you know, pretty much telling him, you know, just kind of, you know, just forget about, it, you know, just kind of forgive him." And now this, uh, these accusations have come out about him and a nineteen-year-old and sexually assaulting her with Brett Ratner there or something like that. And so like now like he had a new show that was coming out, Death Comedy something. Like they're they're taking his names off everything. Like he's been fired from everything. Like he stepped down from everything. And it's like how many people were rooting for him simply because, oh, it's a black man that's coming up. It's a black man that's coming up. Even after that man released that terrible uh card the uncle rush the the rush car which was billing all these people all this types of stuff that was marketed towards the black community that was marketed towards poor black communities and who was making the killing off of these these all these service fees and all this and all that and he was he was doing that but people were still like oh uncle rush uncle rush even after all of that and it's like at what point do we just step back and say like we just need to reevaluate everything. You need we need to just stop just supporting folks because they look like you because that that is that's going that puts us in a world of trouble and that's what the Democratic Party needs to realize before it's too late because I I think I know who they're trying to get to run for um for office cuz coming up election with Donald Trump and they you know they know Obama worked and they know that if they want to they want to appeal it to a certain market. They got to play into those certain identities. But 
I think some people have become disenchanted by that. Like now it's not just like, okay, a black woman is, is becoming is going to run for president. I'm giving her my vote. Like now I think some people have become disenchanted because of what we've gone through with Obama and what we've gone through with all these other people who look like us but actually didn't have our best interests in heart. So long story short, it's just we need to do better. We need to educate ourselves and do better and all skin folks and kin folks. And all all body types ain't um I don't know. I was trying to find something that rhymed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but Katie, let's talk about you a little bit more. Um so let's just talk about white feminists. Like we, we talk about white feminists and how they ain't for black people or black women. But are white feminists even for white women? Because I'll be confused because it's like all these white women are still voting for Trump and supporting Roy Moore, like, they all, it seems like they all voting for stuff that, I don't know. Are they, are, they, are white people even, are white women even getting themselves together? Are white women for white women now? Uh, if I'm honest, white women are, I, I, okay, so you know how, like, there's, quote-unquote, an oppression, um, ladder i would say like that's the worst word for it ever but it it uh white men are at the top and then they say white women is below them right mm. i don't i don't believe that now i mean i understand that white women make less money than men and we're still being hypersexualized and things like that but besides that um white women have it better than uh like I don't have statistics for it, but I'm 90% sure white women have it 100% better than 100% of the uh, women of color in mm-hmm. today's world. Yeah. Um, we have a lot more opportunities and things like that. So if I'm honest, whenever I think of white women, whenever I think of white men, I put them on the same, I put them on the same scale. Like I don't see them any different because uh, not them, but like white women, period, myself included, we're trash. When we say men is trash, we should also include the white women are trash on there as well. Right, because I'm trying to see like all those white women supporting Roy Moore. What do you think? Like, I'm sure a lot of white women were like, oh, because, you know, they talk about uh, conservative white women. They're like, oh, those feminists, they're not really for women because they're not against the, the the Muslim people that's oppressing folks and this, that, and the other. We're for the real women. We're for the women. I wonder about those people that voted for the conservatives because they were against abortion. And find out that them same women are over there supporting a the pedophile. Oh, not surprised. Uh, that's all I got to say. I'm really not surprised. White women and white men don't surprise me anymore. Like it just they're just trash, absolute trash it never it never surprises me to hear that white women are uh doing things for or rooting for conservative white men like that that does not surprise me because that sounds like us that sounds like white women It's just um, well, on another note, we're gonna talk a little about this Rihanna thing, which. I know all y'all wanted to hear. So this person, Savage, at Alberto Otero, <laughs> messaged Rihanna on Twitter and said, Fenty Beauty campaign is awesome. Next time you record something, should invite a trans girl to the group. So Rihanna said, 
I have had the pleasure of working with many gifted trans women throughout the years, but I don't go around doing trans castings. Just like I don't do straight, non-trans women castings. I respect all women, and whether they're trans or not is none of my business. It's personal, and some trans women are more comfortable about being open about it than others, so I have to respect that as a woman myself. I don't think it's fair that trans women, woman or man, be used as a convenient marketing tool. Too often do I see companies doing this to trans and black women alike. There's always just that one spot in the campaign for the token, we look mad diverse girl or guy. It's sad. Okay, so KT, talk about what you what you thought when you first read it. Okay, uh, so when I first read it, I, was, I wasn't really impressed. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess. It, I wasn't really like, mm, uh, like I wasn't either way. I wasn't, okay, that's cool. I thought you or, liked okay, it. Okay, that's bad. No, I wasn't either way for it. Hmm. Um, And so after, I was like, because I kept seeing it come on the Twitter feed, and I kept seeing, like, a lot of uh trans people of color and a lot of uh lgbt and things like that on teal black i kept seeing um them root for rihanna and say like oh this is great this is great rihanna is really woke rihanna knows what's going on blah 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 blah. and then i was like you know mm, i don't really know because you had me read it whenever we were like at your house or whatever and then at that time i was like after reading it again, it doesn't really, like, so it, for me, it was, one, it was way too wordy. Like, she didn't, ha- at the end of the day, what she said was, hey, we don't want trans women, or, hey, we're not going to be the person to have trans women on our Fenty Beauty whatever. Hey, we're not going to have trans women. Like, at the end of the day, that's what she said. No, and not I really. Th- I think I think so. And like I think that she, the way she said it was just way too wordy. It was way too wordy. There was no point in her saying all that. All she could have said was, "Nah, we're not going to have trans women. Thanks." All right. So, I had tweeted that I had I was kind of side-eyeing it a little bit because overall, yes, he's absolutely right. In a perfect utopian world, one could simply put women casting and everyone would have an equal opportunity to get that job now i'm not gonna speak for any trans women i'm not trans i'm not a trans woman i'm not a trans man i'm not none of that stuff so if the trans the trans people think it's cool then cool i'm just i look at it from my perspective as my identity and who i am so i'll say it like this if somebody says rihanna why don't you have more muscular mask women in your campaign? And she says, "Well, I don't um I don't go around doing masculine uh muscular women campaigns. I just do all women. I say all women come to the place. And then, you know, um if you get hired, you hired. It's, it doesn't really I don't really care about that stuff." And I'm not saying, make sure you make sure you know this, I'm not saying trans women are masculine, I'm just talking about from my perspective. And she's like, well, I don't cast studs, I don't say I want studs, I just say I just want women, you know what I'm saying? So, in that, in that case, to me, it sounds like, kind of like what white people say, like, colorblindness. Because what I think would happen is, 
I'm not speaking for trans women, but we we know this world. In this world, in order for a lot of trans women to to be to be uh, successful in this industry, they have to pass. And so, for you just saying simply a woman casting, does that mean that those non-passing trans women will have an equal opportunity as those passing trans women and as those cis women? Like, I feel like that there there would be, first of all, some people would be reluctant to. Some people that weren't totally passing might be reluctant to audition. And then, if they do audition, who's to say that the casting people ain't going to be like, eh, that's not really the look we're looking for right now. We just want, you know, the the the, the typical woman. We want that typical woman look. And so, I think that that can sometimes cause erasure. That could, that could sometimes cause erasure because it, it's kind of like that colorblind thing. It's like... I don't want to be the one to say I want black people in my marketing campaign. I'm just going to say I want all people in my marketing campaign. And then, you know, I'll just pick through among that. Well, who's to say that the casting people ain't going to be extremely racist and then say, well, uh, we said all people, but we really don't want the black folks. So we're just going to end up picking the white people anyway. I feel like the better answer would have been like, Oh, I definitely I definitely have trans people in my campaign all the time. I just I don't want them to be seen. I don't want them to feel like I'm using them as a marketing tool, but I'll definitely use them and so and so so and so. It's like all the other stuff that she said in the beginning kind of made it sound like she was just saying, "Well, I just want all women and trans women if they're in there then yes." But sometimes you have to make that space for people. It felt like a cop-out to me. Like, you said all that, and it was kind of just like a, a cop-out. But people are saying, well, how do you know that she don't have trans women? I don't. I have, And I don't have nothing to say about that. But I'm saying if they say in her marketing campaign she has all colors and all shapes of women on there, you're using them as a marketing tool. This is a marketing campaign for your 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 makeup. So, I mean... That's not really, uh, I don't think that's really a good, that was a good argument. But everybody likes it, so whatever. It just it just rubbed me the wrong way. If it was coming from another face or from another source or whatever like that, I don't think it would be as well received or people would be hailing it as such a profound answer. You said that people are saying she has all types of, like she has all types of skin colors in her marketing, yes, but like I don't see all body types. Definitely not. Um, and I think people are apprehensive about even saying anything about Rihanna, period, because it's Rihanna. And that's like one of people's faves. It, it's almost like calling out uh, Beyonce. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are going to get 10,000 times pissed off, even if their fave is being problematic. I just didn't like that she was like, well, I don't want to just use trans people as a marketing tool because it's a marketing campaign. You use all those different shapes as a marketing campaign. That's the whole point of the thing, to sell some lipstick. This ain't no movement of life. You just using people to, to sell your product. I mean, don't get it twisted. This ain't some like humanitarian campaign which is giving everyone free makeup. This is a way for her to make money. So that whole thing was just kind of just a way to make her seem like she had all the best intents and purposes, but I feel like if 
if eventually she was gonna get a trans woman on there to help the help her marketing campaign. And this this right here, now this is helping her her beauty line. And then right after this, watch she gonna get a trans woman on her uh on her commercials. Yep, probably. Though again, like I said, the way she worded it, it was way too wordy, and mm-hmm. there was no point in her saying all of that trash. As for the way she markets her brand, um, one. This brand is like kind of revolutionary in the makeup industry. I don't really know if you know that, but it's because she has so many different types of uh, like, I don't know how to say it. What am I saying? So many different types of. um, Yeah, yeah. Different types of uh, foundation swatches like she has from very, very light all the way up to dark, dark, dark. Like, and it, it, her, the range of foundation is crazy. It's completely out of this world for uh, for types of foundation in the makeup world, period. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so, so many people, it, it, this kind of goes back to the representation thing. Like, so many people are so excited about having that actual representation that no matter what Rihanna is going to say, it won't matter because we have that representation of skin tones now in the makeup industry. But I don't know. Folks, folks, that's what we talk about. Celebrity culture. People just be somebody, a, a celebrity could sneeze into a handkerchief. Oh, prolific. Like, guys, for real. Like, am I the only one that's not impressed? <sighs> Anyways. All right. Now we are going to do something that we haven't done. We are going to respond to some comments on our SoundCloud, like we always say we're going to do, but we never do, on air. So I really wanted to talk about this one that we got from a a nice fella or woman in our Should White People Adopt Black Children episode. So this is what they said. You know, in that episode, we kind of said, you know, we think that, um, you know, all these black orphans, we definitely want them to be adopted. But if a white person or non-black person is adopting them, they have to educate themselves on what they need to do and what they need to learn to be a great parent for their black child. So they'll actually know how to navigate society. So this is what our um this is what one of the people wrote us and I want KT to give her a response first and I'll give mine. Um this is from vintagenewscast.com. I really think this is an inappropriate this is inappropriate and offensive. As someone who has been abused by my own black people, I would have loved to be adopted by a loving white family. The idea that the majority of white people do not have the skills to raise a black child is the R word. If a particular group of people have a problem with white people adopting black children, then the answer is to talk to the black community about the serious issues of young kids having too many kids and the poor communities. Talk to the black churches who are encouraging blacks to have children while the parents of those children are living from paycheck to paycheck. This is part of a major reason why black men are in jail. Because young black mothers are not mentally equipped to have children. Let's start with that and be grateful that a white person with the means to take care of a black child can because there was a time when absolutely no one wanted to adopt black children, even blacks. So what do you have to say about that, KT? Oh, I'm dead. Okay. Um, 
Lord, I don't even know where to start. Um, okay, so let's talk about, number one, the use of the R word. Let's not ever use that word. We can already tell that you obviously um, don't care about other people. Uh, secondly, let's talk about the fact that this entire thread was let's blame black people for white people adopting black children. How does that make any sense? Um, thirdly, let's talk about how, uh, yeah, like this, this, this was, this whole entire comment was just absolute trash. At the end, because there was a time when absolutely no one wanted to adopt black children, even blacks, Mm-mm. like what, what? That's not, this person obviously, uh, and I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I don't know this person, but I don't know other black people who refer to each other as blacks. I don't, I don't know. Is that, is that a thing that happens, Gabby? Not really, unless I'm just being no. like funny. Okay, okay. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're black. Wait, let me see. I'm trying to see their picture. Hold on, hold on. He black. Um. Uh, regardless of the fact, I think what his comment basically said is that we shouldn't be looking and we should not be blaming white people for not being able to educate uh, black children. And instead, we should be uh, looking towards black people and blaming them for all of the issues that uh, the black child might go through if they're adopted by a white person. So I, I think the comment was trash. Well, the dude was saying, um, I didn't like that he said, uh, let's go back, let's go back, let's go back. I didn't like that he said um, the idea that the majority of white people do not have the skills to raise a black child is the R word. Now, okay, the R word. But then this man actually thinks that the average white person would know how to raise a black child. What? They don't even understand why uh, saying the N word is bad. Most of them. They don't understand the basics of racism. They don't even, most of them don't even believe they have white privilege. What makes you think they're going to be able to raise a black child and be able to navigate them through all the racism, misogynoir, all the, uh, the, the stuff they got to go through with their own people, respectability politics, go through all this other stuff? Yes, they do have to be educated, sir. And then. Dude is acting like we saying all black people are perfect. Every episode, almost, we talking about the the trashness that's happening in the black community and how we need to do better. He hasn't listened to an ep- a, a dang episode that we release. We always talking about that stuff. We talk about how the church is is a part of it. We talk about how um our children are having babies too young. We talk about the crime. We talk about the folks getting locked up. We talk about all this stuff. What are you talking about? And then he just, it just seemed he's like really caping for the white folks. And so that kind of make me side eye, make me side eye you, sir, uh, Mr. Black Man. Um, so, I mean, if you want to debate some more, get on the show. What do y'all guys think? Do y'all agree with vintage newscasts? Do you agree with too hard on the white folks and that black people are more to blame for it and, and all that stuff that he said? Hit us up on Twitter at TalkItOut underscore pot. So let me go. Let me now go to our comments on our men trash because of their mothers. Because we get a lot of comments on there. 
um, particularly from the Whatever Man podcast. Um, okay, he asks, do all women deserve to be respected? Well, I mean, that's the question. Like, do all people deserve to be respected? I think when you come off the bat, jump off the bat before you even meet them, like it's your first time meeting them, absolutely, 100%, everyone deserves respect, a decent level of respect. Now, if they do something that is trash and they're terrible people, that's another story. But when we talk about being respectful, mind you, that has nothing to do with the way she dresses, that has nothing to do with the way she which she carries herself, that has nothing to do with how many intimate partners that she has. But, yeah, absolutely, women definitely deserve to be respected. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Gabby, obviously. Um, I, I feel like, not like you just said, not just women, but all people... Uh, deserve respect, period, from the jump, as soon as you meet them. Uh, if you don't respect that person from the jump, then, like, what are you doing? What kind of life are you living? And then Whatever Man Podcast said, it's impossible to raise your kids the same because they are not the same. Different personalities require different approaches. Uh, we ain't talking about but you have an introvert and an extrovert and um, make, making the introvert go out there and making the extrovert stay in that room. We ain't talking about that. And you know we're not talking about personalities. We ain't talking nothing about personalities. We're talking about how you teach them morals, how you teach them respect, how you teach them how to carry themselves. It should be the exact same. So... That's going to be it for our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Remember about the merch. TIOPodcast.com slash shop. TIOPodcast.com slash shop. And I want to uh, to also make an announcement. If you are on your phones and uh, looking at the shop website, you have to turn, you're going to have to turn your phone landscape so you can get all the, the goodness. So turn your phone, turn it, boom, and then you can see the full website and be able to experience the goodness that is the TIO Podcast merch website. Remember, um, if you want to rent free stuff, we're going to have the links right down there in the description. Fill out the survey, the quick, easy survey, and the um, the other survey, the five-minute survey. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Talk It Out Pod, Facebook at, at talk it out podcast and uh instagram at talk it out podcast um thank you guys always for the love and support um i do want to end it on i don't know if anybody heard our story on instagram but um i just want to talk about this experience we had at um yesterday we went to a vegan restaurant and it hurt my soul and i spent a whole bunch of money that i did not have on food that I couldn't get at Kroger. It's Imagine Vegan Cafe. If you're in Memphis, do not go there. The food, you can buy the food at Kroger for half the price, and it's not going to be cold, and the the place ain't going to be unsanitary. But it was a lot of black people there, which kind of, which was new. I didn't expect all those black people to be there. It was, like, mainly black people there. But, uh, yeah, the food was not seasoned. It was basic. They didn't have Louisiana hot sauce. It was some plain Jane organic jalapeno, quote unquote, sauce. And I was just really upset. And I just wanted to express that and say that um, y'all need to do better. I'm going to the black one next time. It's called um, uh, Two Vegan Sisters. 
I've heard a lot of good stuff about there. They're actually raw vegan. They actually season their food. It's actually made with love. So that's where I will be going. Um, but yeah, check out the merch. Hit us up on social media. We love you guys. And y'all be safe. This has been your girl, Gabby. And your girl, Katie. And this has been Talk It Out Podcast.